0: You know, all of a sudden those $8,000 houses are worth $750. All because there's some guy in hot pants fucking rollerblading backwards with an ice cream cone. Do y'all remember when the devil was singing at the Grammys and everyone's like, this is art? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What is going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here. Just checking in with you on a motherfucking Thursday. How about that? I've missed you. I hope you've missed me, too. It's, uh, it's a Thursday, all right? How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, my friend, I hope you are doing well, all right? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's A-O-Fucking-K. Okay? But do yourself a favor. Get your fucking shit together, will you? You might as well. You might as well. you Valentine's Day. You're probably spending alone. Let's be honest with each other. You spent it alone. We know you did. And why? It's not because you're unlovable. It's not because there isn't anybody out there in the universe, in the entire world, that wouldn't love a fucking messed up, lunatic, mentally ill person like you, all right? But you just don't have your shit together. That's all it is. No matter how many problems you got or how ugly you are, you're still lovable, goddammit. And maybe nobody loves you because uh, you don't have your shit together. Or maybe you don't love yourself, so you don't know how to let somebody love you quite yet. Maybe that's what's going on. But get your fucking shit together, will you? Real quick, some shows coming up, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we got some comedy coming up. Really excited for this one. Uh, Wednesday, March 13th, okay? I'll be headlining at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, Indiana very excited for that it's uh, going to be my first time headlining an a club ladies and gentlemen and it's on a wednesday so i don't expect much but god damn it we're stepping some steps in the right direction we're moving our feet in the right direction i guess or maybe the wrong one entirely but either way i'll be headlining it's going to be exciting it's a big deal i'm very happy If uh, you're in Indianapolis, come see me March 13th. And if you're not, fucking make the drive or tell somebody who is close. I would appreciate it. Uh, In April, I got stuff going on, too. We're doing a a fucking 420 show at Auto City Eagles Club. What the fuck is that? Probably going to get beat up by some bikers. But uh, maybe they will be 420 blazing, so they'll be all mellowed out, you know? So that way, when they wreck their hogs, when they're drunk at the end of the night, they won't feel it as much because they will be 420 blazed out of their minds. So the motorcyclists won't realize that uh, that their shin is piercing out through their skin. Also, I'll be at the Detroit House of Comedy, April 26th and 27th. I'm going to be featuring for a mute guy. His name's Aaron Belizele. I don't know how to say it. He's been on Kill Tony, all right? He can't talk. He uses a phone to talk, and I'll be opening for him at Detroit House of Comedy. Also, I'll be in Knoxville May 19th, and then uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Club in uh, Royal Oak, Michigan, May 30th, 31st, and June 1st. I'll be hosting down there for Steve Byrne, all right? So all sorts of stuff going on. Don't know how it all started happening, but, you know, you make a couple phone calls, you send some emails, and now you got to go to joekellycomedy.com once again to keep up with all the dates, shows, and all that nonsense, all right? How have you been, my friend? Have things been well with you? I certainly hope they have been. I hope things have been good for you. I know I haven't uh, checked in here in a week and a half or so. I did a podcast with my buddy, Narado. And I thought he was going to put it out already. So I was going to use that as an episode, but he has not yet. And I fucked up my recording, so I don't have it. So I've been missing you got you know, been getting these shows together. People listen. Sometimes you put things on the back burner. All right. I had to get, you know, get my emails together, start getting some shows together, talking to people, looking at fucking houses. You know what I mean? I've had shit to do. All right. So my apologies had a lot of shows a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. What a great fucking week that was. That was like two weeks ago. We did Detroit, Lansing, Midland. All the shows were great. I don't have any, anything to report back to you. Fine people other than the shows were fucking, they've been real fun. They've been some fun shows here around Michigan so far and seeing some old friends making some new ones along the way. You know, it's been a good time. Flint's coming back people. Take it from me. Listen, everybody, all these fucking crooked ass motherfucking disgusting politicians. All right. These motherfuckers with their uh, $75,000 a year job, but somehow net fucking 40 million each year. All right. You know, they do it insider trading. Okay. So here's a little insider trading podcast from your old pal Joe to you guys. All right. There's not many of us, okay? I understand that. The numbers have been growing. So if you're new to the podcast, this is what it is. And if you're old, you fucking get what I'm doing already. So, (laughs) insider trading from your old pal Joe. Invest in Flint, okay? I heard someone talking about gentrification coming to Flint, Michigan. And you know what that means, people. That means dollar bills are coming to this city. Now you're going, Joe, What about the water crisis? Is the water still bad in Flint? Yes. The water in Flint in and of itself is terrible and will never be good. It's always been bad. It's always going to be bad. They fucked it up a long time ago. Okay. But they get the water from Detroit again, people. That wasn't in the news. Maybe it was, but I think we all missed it. But. So the water you drink here will be fine, okay? That's what they say. On paper, they say it's fine. So with that being said, water's fine. Gentrification coming to Flint, Michigan. People, you can buy whole blocks of houses for $8,000 a piece in Flint, Michigan. You're going to have to do some rebuilding. There's going to need some elbow grease to get done, you know? But that's the whole point in getting in early. And I heard it. I heard people talk. It's like, oh, there are people are, they're already ruining Flint. They're already ruining Flint because there's one nice street now downtown and people are like, God damn it, they're ruining the city. And it's like, this city is a shithole. You couldn't possibly ruin Flint any more than it is now. And because they opened a coffee shop, people are fucking bitching. You believe that? They go, they're ruining the city. And it's like, it's been ruined for 30 fucking years. Why don't you let it be nice again for a little bit? You know, it's just the mentality of people around here. They have a very interesting mentality. Everything sucks, but they don't like it when people start trying to make things better. They get all pissy about it. It's very fucking strange. People be like, There's nothing. everything's closing around here and I don't get it. And then four miles away, they're like, they're opening a fucking another hotel. That's the last thing we need in this city. It's like the last thing you need in the city is fucking tourism. People coming that don't live here and spending their money. Everything's fucking closed. It seems like you need more of that. It's very bizarre. Flint's on the come up though. The water will never be good. What happened with the water is it's always been shitty, but Flint was always getting it from Detroit. Can you imagine that somehow Detroit has cleaner water than Flint? Figure that one out, people. It's because it's right next to Canada. They probably make the Canucks clean all the water before they start shipping it up this way. That's how I imagine it works. But they were getting it from Detroit, and then uh, they something was happening with the legislation or something. Flint is don't have a lot of money. So they were trying to figure out some deal with Detroit where they could still get the fucking water from them. And they had the deal all in writing and then fucking, you know how it goes with these fucking politicians. They go, Hey, we're new in town, but we think we can solve this problem a little bit better rather than spending money to get water from Detroit why don't we just turn the flint water on that way we can take that money put it in our fucking pockets and that's what they did so there was a few years there where you know the they fucking opened the flint pipes back up and everything was run through lead pipes because apparently people didn't know lead pipes were so bad for you once they started rusting and you know dripping into the water but It's all been taken care of. Thank God for Beyonce, you know, and all the celebrities and everybody who stood up and said, hey, man, something ain't right here. They really fixed the whole city. So water in Flint is still bad, will always be bad. But I think if you're looking for investment property, I think now is the time to get it on Flint before it's too late. Everyone's moving to Nashville now. Too late to go to Nashville. Too late to go to Austin. It's the hip places. The word's out. It's on the street. But here's from little fucking inside information from your old pal Joe. I'm seeing it with my own eyes, people. A Flint revival is coming. Michigan is an expensive state. Uh, everything else, you know, you got to pay 10 cents to drink a soda pop. An extra 10 cents so you can have a nice Coca-Cola here in Michigan for some fucking reason. Because they want their cans back. What the fuck you doing with those cans that 49 other states aren't doing that's worth my goddamn dime? But the point is, Flint, You, it, we'll be swimming in cans in five, six years, people. That's It won't matter. 10 cents for a fucking can? It, I'll give you 20 cents just because we'll be on easy street at that point in time. Take it from me. Flint is coming up, people. Flint is on its way up, and now is a good time to get in. I missed the boat with Bitcoin in 2012 because people didn't understand where I was coming from. They didn't understand my vision back then. So I was like, well, my vision must be wrong. Maybe I'm stupid. That's when Bitcoin was like 23 bucks. I just didn't know how to get any. And then people looked at me like I was crazy, and I said, well, forget it. And now, now you think I'd be bitching about 10 cents for a can if I had fucking Bitcoin from 2012? Hell no. Hell no, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in fucking now if I made that choice back then. So (laughs) (laughs) so I'm going to invest in Flint, and I think you should too. Basically, what I'm getting at is I need investors, okay? We're going to build a hotel or something like that. I got to buy the property, but I need people to pitch in so we can all own it together and then we'll just fucking airbnb everything out until until people realize it's cool and then fucking you know Dirk's Bentley will build a fucking bar in downtown flint and they'll have kid rack kid Rack's, kid rocks Caval cave of booze will be downtown and people like flint's great and then uh, people will be bitching about it it'll be so good it'll be so good There'll be so much money. People be prospering so much that people will still bitch about it in the end. So that's the update from Flint. What's going on in Flint, Michigan right now. Good fucking things. Visually. Don't look like it spiritually. Don't feel like it. Okay. But on paper. <laughs> you can, you can buy houses for $8,000 in this city. And they built a coffee shop, a nice coffee shop, too, with like curtains and fucking gay people inside. So I'm just saying that's how, you know, that's how, you know, it's coming. That's how, you know, the revival is coming. Because <laughs> 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 all the miserable people in Flint are going to die off eventually. So that's when the happy gays come skipping into town with the rainbows and everything and, you know, putting up coffee shops and art galleries and shit like that. And, you know, all of a sudden those $8,000 houses are worth 750 all because there's some guy in hot pants fucking rollerblading backwards with an ice cream cone. It's funny how it works and I'm telling you it's coming. It's the Midwest. It is still Flint, Michigan, so it's not going to be like, It's not going to be like a hot gay guy in hot pants rollerblade with the ice cream. You know, it's going to be one. (laughs) Who's the fucking who's the devil singer from the Grammys last year? The big fat pasty guy. And it's going to be like him, whoever the fuck that guy is. Y'all remember when the devil was singing at the Grammys and everyone's like, this is art. (laughs) Sam Smith. That's who it is. Sam Smith is going to be rollerblade through Flint. With his ice cream cone and real estate's gonna be off the chart. It's not gonna be a pretty sight. It is a sign of end times, but at least you'll be making some money, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> invest in Flint. <laughs> That's, <good. laughs> That's a great visual. I just fucking picture fucking Sam Smith with a fucking. Rockin' Rye Fago, little 99 cent rockin' Rye Fago, Rollerblade backwards over the fucking cobblestone on Court Street or whatever the fuck. A downtown flood. Getting a wheel caught. Busting his fat pasty ass. <laughs> <laughs> and real estate prices just off the fucking chart. And we're just raking it in together. Because we got in before it was cool. It's gonna come. They're either going to let this city completely implode in on itself, or there'll be a revival. I think the first one is probably more likely. It's like um, it's it's kind of like you ever had a car. I don't like a shitty car, and it just keeps nickel and diming you. And at some point, it's better to just go. I'm going to ride this fucking car into the ground rather than continuing to spend money on something that just isn't worth it and then save that money and put it towards something hopefully nicer by the time this one falls to shit. I think that's probably what's going to happen with with Flint. I think they're just going to go, you know. The coffee shop is like getting a new air freshener for your 87 LeSabre. That's pretty much all it is. You go, fuck, man, it smells like a new car in here, but... On the outside, mechanically, you have like a hole in your gas can. So it ain't going to work out. You got a blown head gasket, the fucking things steaming and smoking as you're driving it down the road, but it smells good on the inside. Maybe that's, you know, that's probably a good analogy for what the Flint is. Listen, I'm not selling it good. Let's get back to the real estate shit. Invest. Take a chance. If Flint dies, everything's going to die. So you might as well take a chance. You might as well. If it don't work out here, where the fuck's it going to work out, huh? If you... <laughs> Possibly anywhere else. <laughs> but my cousin was a cop in Flint for a while, and uh, he's not anymore. He moved down closer to Detroit, and back there was a, a, again, Flint has been a broke city for a long time. So it was like 2007. I think it was, there was a big thing. They cut budget for, uh, the fire department in Flint, the city of Flint fire department. And so they just laid a bunch of people off. I, I don't know how many volunteers they had or whatever it was, but the weekend that they cut all the fire departments, they fucking had arson problems all over Flint, uh, I forget what the point, they just have never had money for proper services. So even the police department, like, they don't train motherfuckers, really, you know? My cousin's down in Detroit now, and or or Wayne County or some shit like that. I don't think it's Wayne County, maybe Wayne, Michigan, some shit. But down there, when you're in like a bigger city, I guess, Flint's not a small city, he's got 100,000 people, but they have like a course where they're teaching you how to like, do pit maneuvers and shit like that. It's very intensive fucking training down there and he loves it. But up here, the day he got out of the Academy, they just gave him a, they gave him a set of keys and said, go drive around town. Like go, you're a cop now go do your job. And it was just absolute fucking chaos. And I think about that on a grander scale. You know what I mean? Because do you really think most fucking police forces are really intensely training their uh, public servants? It doesn't seem like it. And what made me think about him was because, I don't know if you guys saw this video. I think it came out last week or maybe two weeks ago now. But it's a, um, it's a, a body cam of a cop. They arrested a guy. He's in the back of the cop car. The cop is walking next to the car. An acorn falls out of the tree on top of the car. And the cop starts going, shots fired, shots fired, starts rolling around on the ground, unloads two clips into his own car where a dude is handcuffed in the back seat, did not hit him. And then while this guy, after he unloads his two clips, he's rolling around going, I'm hit, I'm hit, I'm hit. He wasn't hit. Nobody shot a gun except for him and his other buddy. And that's a complete lack of training. You shouldn't be that... You should be able to tell the difference between a gunshot and an acorn falling on top of a car if you are going to be a police officer. But then, knowing my cousin's story of how loose everything fucking was around here, around Flint with the training. It's like that makes perfect sense of oh, the got people thinking acorns are gunshots because they have no idea what a gunshot really is or whatever. You know, it's fucking bizarre. And also what kind of shot are you? where you fucking shoot 16 bullets? And don't hit the motherfucker who's handcuffed, who ain't going nowhere. <laughs> terrible all around police work, but I had a, yeah, yeah. It just was blowing my mind. That video is fucking wacky. I don't know what happened to that police officer, but obviously he should not have a job doing anything. Really? That's fucking, that should be so embarrassing and not. Okay. It is an intense fucking job. Okay. You got to be on alert. You shouldn't be that fucking twitchy, though. I understand that. If, and that's the other, if you started to put the scenario together, because it's a bright, sunny day, fucking birds chirping in some neighborhood, you know, and the acorn hits the car. But it's like maybe it's late at night. Maybe you're in some inner city where there's some fucking, a lot of gang violence going on and you're hearing shots, and the acorn hits the car, you go, oh, that sounded like a gunshot. But between the birds chirping and nothing else happening, how the fuck do you mistake an acorn for a goddamn gunshot? And then, shoot, (laughs) unload two magazines and completely miss the guy. Thank God. And then think, and then fucking go, oh, I got hit. I got hit. It's like, you lying motherfucker. You lying motherfucker. You fucking realize you didn't get hit, realize you probably fucked up, and then you're just fucking trying to make excuses for your inability to do your job correctly. So you're like, I got hit. I got hit, so I shot back. And it's like, you fell on the ground, you big fatty, because an acorn scared you. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. I don't know. It's fucking... If those are the people that are supposed to be upholding the law, God help us all, God help us, fucking all. It ain't good, people. It ain't good. And I, I, you know, I assume that's not the. It's one video. I haven't heard a lot of uh, people working in law enforcement mistaking a fucking acorn for a gunshot. But you do hear about them fucking going. I shot that guy because he was. I thought it was a weapon, but it's a, a, a Diet Pepsi in a Slim Jim. So you hear about that too, but that could just be the, that could be the thing where he's just covering his ass, but fantastic video. Go check it out sometime. This light is so bright. It's bright and it's right in my face and I can't fucking read what I'm trying to, trying to fucking. Right here. Hey, let's take a quick break checking with our sponsors that may or may not exist this week. And we'll be right back with Joe for Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that brief message from our wonderful sponsors, if there even was one this week. All right? You know what I've been thinking about lately, people? You know what I've been thinking about? I've been thinking about how people sometimes give up, uh, give up. they don't hold themselves accountable for their own actions based off the actions of other people. You ever catch yourself doing that, or you know anybody who does that who... So they go, if if somebody acted, if so and so acted a different way, I wouldn't act like this, you know, or people who blame their parents or be like, I'd be somewhere different in life if my parents did a different job, and you are acting as if your own actions don't have any control, or you have no control over your own destiny, you know, like you. You can't blame everybody for everything all the fucking time, man. And the truth of it is, is people aren't going to change for you. They shouldn't. They're not thinking about you like that, you know. So accept that that person is who they are or the things, if you're mad at your parents or whatever, it's, they can't, you can't redo it. It's already been done. And maybe they didn't know exactly what they were doing anyway. So it's, of course, you'd be a different person if you were raised differently. But that shouldn't, you shouldn't let that dictate how you go forward in life. You know? If people behave differently, I would behave differently. It's like, why don't you just behave differently then? And maybe they'll follow suit. And if they don't understand people are adults who are trapped in their own ways and their own habits... And no one's going to change for you. And, you know, half the time the people that do change for you, people are like, oh, now you're not even worth it. You're weak. You know, what happened there? The camera kicked off. Wait, what happened? Hold on. I thought we were on something there. And now the damn light's kicking off. on me. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. My camera was dying. And I really thought we were getting somewhere there for a minute. But I guess the point is, is yeah, you, know, you can't let other people's mistakes and behavior dictate how you act in life. And it ain't no good if you do. Because they're not people, you know, people do whatever it is they do. And uh, you have all the power in the world to to change your life for the better and not keep repeating the same fucking patterns over and over and over again. You know? You're just worried about the the bad job people did, or you know, all the negative shit. How are you supposed to move forward in life anyway? But I thought we were getting somewhere. To kind of fucking put a put a stop to it with the camera. But anyway, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, people. It's been a fun little Thursday podcast. This video coming from her oh uh, YouTube. You don't even got to go far for fucking this one. No world star, nothing like that. You don't have to go through a an endless. Uh, endless supply of butt shaking videos to get to this fucking <laughs> this edible video clip of the week. This one quick fun it's uh, uh you know people love the selfies. They love doing the selfies in in I uh, it's just the just the bee's knees, you know. You want to take selfies in places you shouldn't be taking them so you can look cool on Instagram. And uh, this lady decides she's going to she's like oh there's a fucking A goat on a leash. What better to take a picture with than a goat on a leash, by God. It's cute little goat. It'll be fun to take a selfie with it. So she's squatted down, taking a little selfie video with this here goat. And the goat on a big, long rope, it, like, comes all the way up to the lady with her phone in her hand. And, like, almost measures how far that fucking rope can go. And she's like, oh, that rope can't reach me. I'm going to lean my head back a little bit. And as soon as she leans her head back, that fucking goat takes a step back, does his little fucking goat thing, and just headbutts that bitch right in the head. Hilarious. Didn't hurt her. Fucking, I didn't mean to use the B word. My bad. All right. It's, it's casual, you know. I've been listening to a lot of hip hop lately. A lot of 90s hip hop. So forgive me if I start dropping the B word more casually when I'm talking about the female, uh, group of people, the fuck, but hilarious squid. Fuck, you should goat's headbutt. you know what I mean? That's what they do. You got what you deserved. And let's be honest. You got more videos off that view than you would have if you just fucking looked cute. So thank God for violence against human beings from animals. And thank God for the internet for making people just give up all sense of, uh, just logic and critical thinking and common sense for the sake of posting content each and every day. Thank God. Thank God. Common sense left this fucking species a long time ago so we could have Instagram. Thank God we got that shit out of the fucking way so we could have idiots dancing around and getting fucking tossed around by bulls and head butted by goddamn goats. In between, you know, ladies crushing eggs with their butt cheeks and, you know, guys being pranksters, but not... they like, oh, we're going to throw fucking thumbtacks in the milkshakes fucking maker at McDonald's so people drink milkshakes with thumbtacks. But it's a prank. Thank God we got rid of common sense and all that stuff so we could have a whole lot of fun with all these fucking idiots all the time. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. <laughs> Hope we had a little bit of fun. Don't forget, May 13th, I'm headlining Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis. It's a Wednesday. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to your old pal Joe, so please come through if you can, all right? And if you can't, fucking buy a ticket anyway. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're going to be real cheap. So just make me look good if you buy a ticket, even if you don't show up. Uh, Detroit House of Comedy, I'll be there uh, April 26th, 27th. Knoxville, coming your way May 19th. Back in Michigan, Royal Oak, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle at the end of May and the 1st of June. And uh, some other stuff coming up as well. JoeKellyComedy.com, all your upcoming date shows and fucking scantily clad images. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. All right, do me a favor before you get out of here. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, and I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later, my friend.